0: Well, hey, we're going to talk about chaos versus unity. We're going to look at a little difference of what chaos is and what chaos bears the fruit of and what unity bears the fruit of. See, everything that we talk about in the Word, if we really dissect it, we can sit back and go, oh, that's what the fruit, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Well, I don't like this person. I don't like this person. Check out their fruit. I don't, there was people that didn't like Paul. You know, there's people that didn't like Paul. He was too harsh. He was too overbearing. He was too authoritative. I didn't like him. He just didn't speak sensitive enough to me, Pastor Mickey. He didn't pat me on my tush. <laughs> Good job. Way to go. Some people don't, didn't like Paul. Didn't like him at all. I mean, he'd been whipped, shipwrecked. I mean, people really actually kind of hated him. I mean, at first, even the Christians were like, whoa, 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 what are you doing Saint Paul? He just killed a bunch of us. What are you doing? And it took other, uh, other apostles and disciples and so forth to say, no, 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 chill out. Hold up, body of Christ. This is a new creation. This is what we've been praying for. See, what y'all been praying for might not come in the package that you wanted. You got what you got, babe. Don't throw a fit. (laughs) Charisma and personality won that one. But you decide if you would rather have like a perfect looking strawberry cheesecake that didn't taste good because it wasn't cooked all the way. It was kind of yucky. Or you decide if you would like to have maybe something you ain't never tried before. Like, Miss Amy makes this stuff called fluff. We had, a, we had a staff picnic, and she makes this stuff. I don't know what it is. It's heaven on earth. People are like, hey, you going to have another slice, of p- another piece of chicken? I'm like, nope. I know what's in that bowl right there, and I'm having myself some fluff. And so, yeah. I never had it before. Could have stuck to the same old, you know, maybe fried chicken, could have stuck to another another thing that I knew, or I could have something that maybe I was like, mmm, that texturally doesn't probably gonna look good in my mouth. But I tasted it, and mmm, it was sweet. Right? And so, I, I don't know why I'm saying this, but maybe if this package doesn't do it for you, or I present the gospel in a way that you've never seen it be presented before, maybe a little like I'm punching you in the face. I need you to understand this, I'm not punching you. See, we fight against not flesh and blood but things of spiritual things in heavenly places, right? It's the spirit behind what's making you sick that I get a little frustrated at. I'm not frustrated at you. If I was frustrated at you, I wouldn't spend time in prayer for you. If I was frustrated with you, I wouldn't fast for you. If I was frustrated with you, I would have retired as a cop and not be here. So please know that if it seems as though I'm maybe kind of punching you in your nose, I'm not punching you in your nose. I love you and I want to see you set free. And sometimes the demons, see, they knew who Paul was. Do you remember that? They knew who Paul was. And they knew who Jesus was. But those seven sons of Sceva, they were were just trying to appease people and be fancy and and, and likable. They got stripped naked and run out of town. I ain't getting stripped naked out and run out of town, but I'm coming to punch those demons in the face tonight, because sickness is of the devil. So I get a little testy, I get a little excitable, and then I also get a little fatherly and a little protective and a little copish. it's all that you don't know, I'm a retired cop. And so I get a little protective of people that I love. So when I know the devil's messing with people that I love, y'all, I get a little bent. But it ain't just you. It ain't you at all. Amen? Amen. So if you ain't never seen this package before, you're new here, God bless you, come again. Don't hold it against me. Don't hold it against Pastor Mark. But all of us have a a certain thing that we do and a a way we do it and the way we're anointed. Amen? Amen? I don't know why I'm prefacing this tonight. This ain't in my notes. I didn't write any of this in my notes. So I think this is helping some of us out. Amen? Or maybe it's getting us out of the world of chaos into the world of unity. Maybe that's where we're going. Maybe the Lord does know what he's doing. (laughs) Steady Eddie's back on the wheel. I get asked often, I get asked more times than I think I should get asked. Pastor Bill, why do you see so many healings take place in Africa and how easy it is in Africa compared to America? Why is that? What's your what's your thinking? Why does that happen? And I come to these thoughts and I come to these conclusions. We talk, the teams talk, we talk, and so forth. And some of it comes down to, I believe, one of the maybe several things, but, but maybe one, two of the things is one is honor. Man, we we get over there and honor is like we learn. You know, we go on mission trips to Africa, and it's like, we're coming with the gospel, we're coming to set people free, and then we leave and we're like, oh my gosh, we learned honor. We learned respect and we learned use unity and we come back and hopefully build it better and better and we get stronger and we get stronger as a body, a worldwide body of Christ, right? Amen. And so sometimes I think that and I often say that honor is the very real thing of why we see healing after healing after healing. Um, and I think it's also because they understand about honoring the gift, not about, it's not about the people. Right, like if anybody in the world has a has kind of um, a justification to not like us when we show up, right? Six foot, whatever I am, bald, kind of big, white guy, going to Africa. I think they kind of might have. Oh, I didn't know that was your daughter. Well, praise the Lord. Cornelius family stuff, and uh, sorry. Radical Rick got back on the hamster cage. And, uh, and so if they probably have a justification and go, I don't like white people, why are you here? We're not accepting you. We're not, whoa, 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 what are you doing? It would probably be them. But they don't. And it's not about them honoring me as the preacher or the, the team as the preaching team or, or evangelists or missionaries. They're not doing that. They're honoring the gift of God. And so, um, can we play that video? Can we cue that video? You're gonna see how, this is how they greeted us. This was embarrassing. At the end of the road, we walked up about a third of a mile, I think, a whole driveway getting greeted by their dancers and throwing flower petals over us to welcome us to their church. They won't let us carry our own bag. That won't happen. Can't carry your own Bible. You walk up to the pulpit, you ain't carrying your own Bible and notes. They do it for you. Look at their smiles, man. It's as if they know freedom's coming, it's as if they know Jesus has arrived. And I'm not talking about us, the missionary team, I'm talking about Jesus himself, because he's with me. Everywhere I go, I don't know how you think about yourself in Jesus Christ, but he's with me everywhere I go and in power. And you might not like that getting preached out of some preacher's mouth going, oh, who's he think he is? Well, I know I'm a son of God, so you stop asking such a dumb question saying who he thinks. No, that's even the wrong question. If you're going to talk bad about somebody, you might as well say it this way, who's he know he is? Might as well say it right, because then at least I won't sit down and say, you're dumb. They're dumb. Not even saying it right, Troy. Who's he think he is? I did used to have a thinking problem. Any of us have a thinking problem? I used to think I wasn't a son of God. I thought I was a child, a servant. Not well enough, not good enough. Nah, 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 nah. This brother's been washed by the blood. This brother's been sanctified. This brother seeks the Lord. I ain't perfect, I ain't claim to be perfect, but I'm telling you this. I know that I know there's been things that have happened in the last week of my life that I'm sitting back going, oh, glory to God, I think I get it. I think I get it. And I thought I had it before. But something has happened in the last little bit and over the last week where you're kinda of getting a new package. Because I know who I am. See, I, I, I ain't gonna walk around going here. Oh, be healed in Jesus' name. Jesus healed you. If I have to say Jesus healed you, we need to talk. We need to get you in the Bible school and stop being so religious. I ain't touched one of my notes yet, except that video. You got healed. Man, it was awesome. I prayed for this one person. Cast a demon out of him. It was Jesus who cast a demon out of (laughs) him. You about to get a demon cast out of you right now. (laughs) You Pharisee. You Mr. Know-it-all. Since you know it all, I want to know when the Apostle Paul went and he cast that demon out of that girl that was following him. He turned around, I believe it said he turned around and said, leave in the name of Jesus. It wasn't Jesus, it was Paul. Paul, if y'all are looking for Jesus, I'm here to tell you I have an inkling that he ain't gonna drop down from the heavens himself, not in similitude, but I'm talking physical self like he did to the 500 before he ascended and sits at the right hand of God. He himself ain't going to stand here and say, I'm going to heal you. He told us to do it. Our pastor's been teaching us and preaching to us every Sunday about delegated authority. We're not doing stuff crazy tonight. We're not doing stuff unscriptural tonight. We are doing Bible. I'm sick of having to preface stuff. I ain't here to preface no more. I'm here to do the work of the Lord. And if you don't like it, I don't even care. You can deal with yourself later. Well, I don't know about Pastor Bill. I think he's going a little bit crazy tonight, Pastor Wade. You're going to get an email. <laughs> so whatever and whoever you are that wants to send an email about Pastor Bill, you can send it to me. And you want to know what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to read it, and I'm going to throw it in the garbage, and I'm not going to reply. You're going to lose your job preaching like that. Good. Here's the deal. I'm called to this church. I don't work for you. I work for, I work for the Lord. I'm not saying anything right now that I am not literally unctioned on. This is a preach that is anointed and there's unction on it. And if y'all can't catch that, glory to God, Uganda has opened. (laughs) Hallelujah, praise the Lord Almighty. We're getting people healed, set free, delivered. Yeah, I'm rustling you up a little bit. I'm rustling you up a little bit. I don't know about this healing stuff. Good, come let me get my hands on you. I don't know, you're kind of crazy. My touch is soft. (laughs) Glory to God. Let's go to Matthew 18, verse 19. Glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you, Jesus. We get to have fun. We get to have fun. Hallelujah. We get to have fun. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by the Father in heaven. It will be done for them by the Father in heaven when two agree. Two. So at the end of the service, when y'all come up, whoever wants to come up and be healed and set free, if you're kind of iffy about it and you're unsure, don't come. I don't want to help you in your unbelief. I'm not here to help you with your unbelief. If you don't believe Jesus can heal you, stay away from me. And what I mean by that is don't come up here. Because I don't want to help you in your unbelief. I don't want to do that. But I also am going to tell you, there's a little bit, and I think just a little bit of anointing goes a long way. There's a little bit of anointing and unction upon me tonight that I I don't I don't really actually care what you believe. If you're sick in your body and you're unsure, you get up here tonight. You get up here tonight. My faith will carry you. I think there's a manifestation of healing coming tonight. I already believe it's here. I believe while we're praying for people, other people are going to be healed while they're getting others are getting prayed for while they're praying for the people getting healed. That's my Jesus. I don't know about this guy. I don't know about Pastor Bill I don't know Yeah, I don't really care I got fruit how's your fruit how is it how, how is that I know people don't like to hear that Diane people don't like to be challenged with like whoa he's legitimately just flat out saying it I am I'm saying I got fruit I don't care what you think about me I want you to like me I really do because I, I, I like that's kind of a thing for me Daddy Eddie's back on the hamster wheel And the psychologist behind this could explain People like to be liked Right I mean unless you're a sociopath Even sociopaths like to be liked But I want to be liked I want us to like each other I want us to get along with each other But I care more that you get healed I care more that you get the word If you get the word and you get healed I'm good I'm so okay with that you know what I'm saying? And I think that's kind of a heart of a father. I don't care if my girl's like me. I don't need them as friends, I got too many. My job as a father is to raise them to be good human beings and great young women. Do you see that? Do you see that? That's a heart of a, of a father, that's a heart of a pastor is I want to make sure that you have the word. I want to make sure you understand it. I wanna make sure that you get, you get set free and you walk in freedom and you walk in liberty and you walk in what God's called you to walk in that's what I wanna see. See, I just exposed my heart. Now I can't even joke around anymore. You get that? And I believe that's the heart of the Father. Amen? I wanna be patted. We ain't babies no more. Babies get patted. Pastor Wade's up here patting his baby and he's almost asleep. Almost asleep. Again, if two agree on earth about anything, Except healing. I mean, anything but healing, he'll say yes to. No, it doesn't say that, does it? It says anything. And he'll say yes. He'll grant it. He'll be like, yes, finally they get it. They finally get it. And unity brings the Father to saying yes. Do you see that? He's saying this. This is Ilya. Come here, big guy. This is what he's saying. See, by myself, I don't have unity. Unity must be more than one person. Do you get that? So the Lord is telling us and instructing us by this verse of Matthew 18 saying, hey, in unity, if you two agree in unity, he knows the body's gotta come together. See, the body cannot be apart from each other and fighting one another and poking one another and saying bad things about one another. It can't work. What in the world am I gonna agree with with you talking smack about me? What am I going to agree with you about talking smack about my pastor? I'll even let you get away with punching me in the nose. You talk bad about my pastor, now you don't rile the lion. See, that's why he's saying scriptures like this. Guys, I got to tell you, you got to get a hold of this and come together in unity and I'll say yes. That tells me the father loves teamwork. Amen. Amen? The father loves teamwork. I love teamwork. I love teamwork. Mm, 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 mm. Let's look at the books of Acts in chapter 27. We're gonna talk about chaos and what chaos brings. In, in chapter 27, while you guys are getting there, in verse 39, it's talking about Paul and he was shipwrecked and, uh, and the Lord showed me this verse this morning around 10 a.m. and I was like, how am I gonna preach a healing message out of this, Lord? I don't get this. And so I went, I opened it up, I started reading through and I'm like, Oh, my goodness, there's a healing message, there's a unity message, there's, there's honor message. There's, oh, my goodness, there's so much in this. And we have the whole Bible. Blows my mind. Radical Rick's like, ah! And so now when it was day, they did not recognize the land, but they noticed a bay with a beach on which they planned, if possible, to run the ship ashore. So they cast off the anchors and left them in the sea. At the same time, loosening the ropes, they tied the rudders. Then, hoisting in the foresail to the wind, they made for the beach. But striking a reef, they ran of the vessel aground. The bow stuck; stru- uh, the, stuck in, the bow stuck, and remained immovable. And the stern was broken up by the surf. Kind of a chaotic scene. There was a storm, obviously. There's there's ships running ashore. They didn't get to where they needed to get. They were were already striking the reef. It was crazy. And there's a lot of other ways I'd rather die than ship. I don't want to drown. Just, you know, side note. And so in verse verse 42, it says this. The soldiers, I kind of like it like this. The soldiers are just kind of like all of you guys. Praise the Lord, because we're soldiers for Christ, right? Amen. Their plan, y'all, put yourselves on the boat. Your guys' great plan was to kill the prisoners. (laughs) It's like, I know how to lighten the load. Let's kill them. Let's worry about ourselves, and let's kill them. And so the prisoners, uh, the soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners, lest anyone should swim away and escape. So all this chaos is going, and, and you got to understand in, 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 in military terms, in law enforcement terms, I've got a sergeant over here, a lieutenant, a captain that used to be my captain. Um, you know, whether I like them or not, or agreed with, their, with what they told me to do, or disagreed with what they told me to do, it didn't matter if I agreed or disagreed, it just meant that I did it it didn't matter any which way it didn't even matter arguing with them i was still going to have to do something i did want to do or not want to do but they brought order cuz see when chaos strikes there is one thing that always comes back to bring order leadership leadership and just like in law enforcement things would go on but then you'd hear you know you would hear 2310 or you would hear you know whatever designator was for a, a sergeant or a lieutenant, and all of a sudden you'd be like, all right, listen up. And then you would hear, hey, cancel the pursuit. Hey, go ahead and leave, even though, ahead, even though you know, yada, yada, yada. And all the patrol guys, all the soldiers were like, no, we wanna go. We wanna bash through that door, take the bad guy, take him to jail, and make it safe for everyone. Right, like we, we were just knuckle-draggers, we called ourselves. But it was them who brought order to chaos. And it was them, the leaders, the sergeants, the lieutenants, the captains, even though patrol guys usually didn't want to admit to it. And I will never admit to it if you guys ever say this again, by the way. And so um, they would bring order. And just like in this scripture right here, it says, but the centurion, wishing to save Paul, kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard First, And make for land So he he stopped the soldiers from killing them Then he gave orders to the prisoners And said jump overboard and swim for shore Then he told everyone else And said hey grab a hold of wood Grab a hold of whatever doesn't stink Grab a hold of whatever floats And and hold on to that Because y'all don't know how to swim And we will help you Make it to land So look at this, chaos was bringing death. Order saved lives. What brings death? The devil, right? He's here to still kill, and destroy. What brings life? The father, the heart of a father. And I know initially it doesn't look like love, jump overboard right now and, and make it to shore. No, will you swim for me? That's love. (laughs) Love is doing it for me, Pastor Mickey. No, will you do it for me? Can I just hold onto your back and neck while you hold your breath and swim ashore? You're supposed to love me. He said, I do get your board. (laughs) Love kind of looks different, don't it? Love kind of looks different sometimes. See, a love of a captain, a love of a sergeant, a love of a centurion was like, get overboard right now and swim to shore. You guys that don't know how to swim, you got to jump off. You got to grab a hold of boards. You got to grab a hold of planks, and you got to hold on with everything in your strength and kick, 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 and make it to shore. That's the only way we're going to survive. See, order brought survival. Order brought life. Amen. Well, let's look what unity does, because we want revival, right? And I, I truly believe that there's a, there's a hint of revival here already. There's a hint of revival like um, like if you're out in the ocean, you know, and, 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 and Zach and I were talking about this, because they just got back, Zach and, and Fran, congratulations, one of my young adults, they got hitched, Zach, wherever you're at, buddy, miracle, believe in God, and... Uh, we were talking about Florida, and, and, and that was the first time I had ever been to an ocean before that was warm. I grew up in the Oregon coast. And so we're standing there, and Jen's like, yeah, get in. It's warm. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting in. You're out of your mind. She's like, no, I swear it's warm. And so I went, and I tested. And so I got my, my feet and toes and ankles wet, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's warm. And I'm like, but there's no way it can be warm once you get up like, to your chest and waist. There's no way. She's like, it's warm. And I remember going in going, I'm never getting out. <laughs> oh my gosh! I would be a total surf bum if I would have grown up in Florida. That would have been awesome if I had hair. <laughs> and so, so we gotta we gotta sit back and we gotta understand like what brings. And and I say that we're in a we're in a we're in a we're on the shores of revival. We're on the shores of revival, and every so often the wave comes and we get crashed against. And we're like, woohoo, Glory to God! Like tonight. But there's coming, there's coming a time when all of us in unity are ready to go, we're going out. We ain't waiting anymore. We're going out. Hallelujah, hallelujah, where wheelchairs sink and don't, don't roll, hallelujah. So let's see what unity brings. In chapter 28, it says this in verse two, the native people of this island called Malta, um, they showed unusual Kindness. They showed unusual kindness. Kind of interesting that that they would describe it as unusual kindness, don't you think? This word kindness in the strong means this, philanthropist or philanthropy. It also means love for mankind. It means hospitality. Acts of kindness ready to help. Human friendship. Benevolence and taking thought of others before yourself. I wonder what type of unusual kindness it looked like then. I wonder if it looked like the people in Africa that greeted us at the end of the driveway for people they didn't know and was singing to Jesus about us coming and welcoming us and throwing rose petals for us. Like, who are we? But I think they understood something more than we understood at the time. And that was about honoring the gifts of God. And and so it it, it blows me away that acts of kindness can change an environment. And and acts of kindness can change an environment. And so they showed unusual kindness. Um, And and then, you know, they were cold. They were shipwrecked. shipwrecked. And so Paul started building the fire, right? He had to build a fire. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. You see Paul, he got whipped one time and left for dead. But he, like... The disciples picked him up, and the next day he's like, all right, time to minister, let's go. And the disciples were like, wait, we got to rest. And Paul just got beat to death. Next day, Paul's like, let's go. Paul gets shipwrecked, and he's already making a fire for others. What unusual kindness that looks like, making sure they stay warm. So Paul gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on a fire. A viper came out, and because of the heat, and fastened onto his hand. I like that my Bible says fast instead of bite. And when the native people saw this, the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man's a murderer. Though he has escaped the sea from justice, he has not been allowed to live because the viper finally got him since the sea didn't. Well, he, Paul, however, shook off the creature. What are you doing? Get off of me. And shook it off into the fire and suffered no harm. Hmm. He suffered no harm. I think he understood who he was, not who he thought he was. Who do you think you are? Or who do you know you are? It's time for us as believers, as a body of Christ, to stop thinking who we are and start knowing who we are. Everywhere we walk, man, we are a walking power machine of Jesus Christ. And so he shook it off, and, 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 and he suffered no harm. But this is awesome. They were, what can, you gotta imagine this, because I, I, I giggled at this. I wish there was a movie about this, because I think it'd be funny. Like, this is hilarious to me. You gotta think about all these na- natives, right? And they're just sitting there, kind of like y'all are looking at me like, when's he gonna be done? It's kind of like that. And, and so, they, 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 they were waiting for him to swell up or suddenly fall down and die. Now, I don't know who y'all travel with, but I don't want to travel with anybody or anyone that just sits there and is like, yo, watch this. Yo, Pastor Mickey, how long is it going to take before Pastor Wade swells up and dies? Yo, Lauren, you want to bet? We got two hours, 45 minutes. We got a day. What we got, Lauren? When you, you think you're going to die? You think you're going to swell up first, or you think he's just going to fall over and die? I'm taking the over-under. I don't even know what over-under is. I don't know how to gamble. <laughs> I don't know what over-under means. I just know it's a gambling term. And so I'm going to take the over-under, whatever that is, that he's just going to fall down and die. He ain't going to swell up. He's going to fall down and die. And then you're always going to have that one disciple. You're always going to have that one dude in the friendship, right, the one guy or girl that knows everything about everything. And they be like, oh, no, you want to know how the viper toxin works? The viper toxin works this way. <laughs> and then everyone's going to look at them and be like, shut up, know-it-all. Everyone's got that friendship group. Are you the know-it-all? Just because you know stuff about vipers, it's cool. They scare me. But I find it funny, they were waiting for him to fall down and die. They obviously, obviously thought and knew they were all criminals. Because there was also soldiers. So that means there was still rank and file while they were at Malta. And so they, they were waiting for him to die and so forth, but there was no misfortune. They waited a long time, Troy! I mean, it literally says right there, they're like, they waited a long time. For all of you guys that are here quite often on a Wednesday night and we start praying, we're like, we're gonna pray and spend time with the Lord. I do this to my young adults a lot, they don't know, but they're gonna know now if they're here. I sometimes will say, hey, we're just gonna spend time quiet and pray. You know why I do that to them? I want to build their prayer life up a little bit longer than just two minutes or five minutes. And so I'm like, well, I used to have to get conditioned by my coach and that was the worst, man. Run the stairs. Oh, the ball dropped again, another set of lines. Coach, and I asked him this later, Coach, did you ever know that we couldn't make those sets of lines under those many th- seconds? I'm talking 35 seconds. He's like, of course I knew. I was, my goal was just to keep you running for 45 minutes. So you knew we couldn't succeed? He goes, yep. But guess what? We were in shape. So I trusted him with that because when the other teams that we played weren't in shape in the fourth quarter, we were. Coaches, amazing. They kind of know what they're doing. Weird. People that get put in charge of you know what they're doing sometimes. Not all the time. That's where God's grace comes in for all of us. As a parent, we've messed up. I know that's hard to believe, but we've messed up. We, we, not many times, but they burnt pizza once or twice. There was no misfortune that came to them. And they changed their minds and thought, well, maybe he's a god. Little g, g, right, little g. And so now now in the neighborhood, and that that word finds me funny too, just so you know how my hamster works, I find things funny. Now in the neighborhood, like in Malta on an island, there was neighborhoods back in the day. Uh, So now in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the chief man on the island, named Publius, who received us and entertained us hospitably, for three days there was that he entertained them with hospitality for three more days it happened that the father oh get this it happened that the father of the chief lay sick with fever and dysentery and paul visited him and prayed and putting his hands on him healed him i think paul knew who he was And when this had taken place, this, you check this out, y'all. This is powerful. See, this is, this is what I'm talking about. This, this is something the Lord gave me a long time ago. He reminded me today, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting here like, I finally get to teach this, or preach it, or whatever. This is awesome. And when this had taken place, the rest of the people on the island, it didn't say some of the people, y'all, it said the rest of the people. See, when this takes place, the rest of the people in the Treasure Valley, the rest of the people in the United States, the rest of the people, the rest of the people were brought from around the island who had diseases, just like tonight, y'all came or y'all were brought because you have sickness or disease. And all that came were also cured. And they honored, that says this, Paul writes this. He said, they honored us greatly, and when we were about to set sail, they put on board all that we needed. Not a few things they needed, but they said all that we needed. See, chaos wasn't bringing revival. The soldiers talking about and bringing their own ideas was not bringing revival, You know what brought life-saving techniques and people to live there, not die in the ocean, was the leadership, the sergeants and the lieutenants and captains, was saying, hey, no, this is what we're going to do. Soldiers, shut your mouth. They didn't pat the soldiers on the back. No, no, say, hey, soldier, you good? You okay? But what we're going to do right now, soldier, is... We're going to just let them swim ashore. Are you okay with that? I mean, only if you agree. They didn't do that. No, the captain spoke and the soldiers shut up. And then they did what the captain said. They probably helped get the shackles off of the prisoners. They probably helped get them taken care of. They probably helped them overboard and probably encouraged them to, you can make it, head that way, head that way. See, they didn't just throw them overboard, they helped. Do you see that unity brought life? And then what happened when Paul came ashore? They all came ashore, and you know there was, still, there was still probably some disagreement. There was probably some that was trying to get away. I would assume so. I mean, they're prisoners. I would have. I mean, like. And then one of the soldiers would probably run next to me, and they're like, your hamster don't run that fast, Bill. But what I see is that unity brought a revival on that island. See, unity and agreement, and, and check this out, they allowed Paul to do what Paul was made to do. They didn't get upset that Paul but like left the, the, the being a soldier. They didn't get upset that Paul was like, oh, you used to kill Christians, oh, but now you're, now you're saved? You're an apostle and a prophet? Who do you think you are? There's no, I can't believe what you say. I know who you killed. You told him to stone Stephen. Who do you think you are? Now, they didn't do that. Apostle Paul brought a revival and unity broke out. See, because the chief was like, oh, wait. This, this, wait, I have a need. Who here has a need tonight? Raise your hand. For you that have a need tonight, you're stepping forward, not to Pastor Bill. Now, I don't know if the other pastors are going to help. I don't know yet because I'm still waiting for the Lord to just be like, hey, do whatever you want. No, I'm joking. This isn't about Pastor Bill. This is about delegated authority that Jesus Christ himself, before he ascended, said, you use my name and you do these things. Yeah. He said, you do these things. In fact, I mean, I'll just, you know, maybe go there. Let's, let's go to Mark. Can we go, can we go, to, can we go to Mark? Maybe. Let's read this. Let's go to Mark 16, 15. It says, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs, now now get this, and these signs will follow and accompany those who believe. In my name, See, not Bill's name, not Pastor Mark's name, not in any pastor's name, in Jesus' name. Our Savior's name, our Redeemer's name. Hallelujah. He said, these signs will accompany those who believe. You know, in that church that that greeted us with flowers and sang to us, and I don't know what they sang because I don't speak their language. I was preaching about um, Acts chapter 19 and the anointing talking about the anointing and preaching, and I happened to have a towel with me because it was hot and sweating and wiping sweat off of me and so forth, and, and I start preaching about the anointing, and I'm walking down the aisle over on the, on the, the, the left side as I'm coming back up to, this, to the platform, and the anointing breaks out, and three people start manifesting demonically but get set free from the mission team that goes over and cast demons out of them. You mean that's real? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's real. But it say, I mean, it's weird, because it says signs will accompany those. I ain't preaching nothing crazy. See, this is the fun part about being a preacher. I just have to preach the word to you. If you get mad at me, you take it up here. Don't get mad at me. You, you open up your word, and you sit here, because right here it says these signs will accompany those who believe. You can't be mad at me. You get mad at the Lord if you want to get mad at the Lord, but don't get mad at me. Uh Uh-uh. I love you. I want you set free. I want you healed tonight. And I want you to live in freedom for the rest of your life. And then take that to the next person. And take that to the next person. And take that to the next person. Because in my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands, shake them off, throw them in the fire. In fact... Thank you, Lord. Maybe some of the things that you're allowing to hang onto your hand in offense, maybe you need to sit there and shake it off in the fire instead of petting it. Stop petting the offense. Shake it off, let it burn to death in the fire, and then start walking as a Christian with unity and grace and love, thinking you're right. Sometimes you can even be right, but you're wrong. All us husbands know that. Just joking. All these wives know that. (laughs) Praise the Lord. And it says, and they'll recover. Uh, now, 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 get this this is the fun part. This is the fun part that we all are going to do tonight. We all are going to, in fact, everyone that's going to come up for healing, I want you to raise your hand. Keep them up, keep them raised right now. Now I want all the rest of us to look around. You're going to partake in this. You're going to actively partake in these Christians, these believers in getting healed tonight. You're going to take part. The Lord showed me this at 10 something a.m. this morning. It was probably 1023. I'm weird with when I'm praying and something happens. I look at my watch. And so I jot down things. I'm like, that's crazy. That happened that early in the prayer. Prayer was fast. And so he showed me how we're going to pray for for one another. And uh, it's going to be rad. Why? Because we're in unity. Why? Because we're one. Why? Because we love one another. Why? Because we don't hold offense on anyone. No way, man. We're not, like the, we're not like that. We're not like the culture. We don't hold offense on one another. In fact, right now, we're gonna bow our heads and we're all gonna say it just in case, like, you know, there's like maybe only one person in here that has offense. I don't want the one person to be heard praying and all the rest of is like, it's them. <laughs> so we're all going to say it. Okay, we're all going to say this prayer together. Let's, let's close our eyes and bow our heads. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me and for other believers and for the unsaved. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins as I have forgiven those who have sinned against me. The spirit of of unforgiveness, you leave right now in Jesus' name. name. You never come back. back. I'm washed by the blood of the the Lamb. I am free. free. And Holy Spirit, Spirit. go to the ones that I just forgave and bless them. Bless them abundantly. Abound in their lives. Let them see the love of Christ Christ. In 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 me towards them. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God.